my, I have enjoyed that, yes boy. Me, oh my, I have enjoyed that, yes boy. Me, oh my, I have enjoyed that, yes boy. Me, oh my, I have enjoyed that, Me, oh my, I have enjoyed that, yes boy. Namahe te whanau and thank you very much for tuning in to another episode of Code with Kingy where for this go around I'm kicking it with a former New Zealand Sevens representative and a most recent hurricane in Murphy Taramai. First of all bro thank you very much for your time and why don't you let the listeners know what you've been up to in Japan since you've been out of isolation. Uh, oh, I've been getting to know the, the brothers here uh, there's a whole different um, team environment you know, trying to try to get some uh, amongst the Japanese boys as well as I can. Uh, trying to learn some Japanese. Just just trying to uh, get my uh, my bearings around the new place. And um, yeah, it's just, it's been pretty full on. I'm trying to set up my my apartment uh, for uh, my wife and um, baby to come over uh, the next year. But um, no, nah, it's all going pretty well. It's been pretty busy. Nice cars. What have they kitted you out with? Like apartment? like. Oh, they they just so they just uh, provide the apartment and stuff, um, and then you have to go to um, oh, like IKEA, which is like um, I, th- I think it's like big uh, like Harvey Norman, I guess, from back at home, and um, yeah, you just get get your, all your bed bed base and stuff. Um, I've just got a couch and and the coffee table. It's been pretty low key, bro, but there's a lot of things that you <laughs> don't realize that, um, that you need until uh, so you have to go get it. So. Mm. yeah it's been good especially in unfamiliar surroundings i was gonna say as well bro like are you a big fan of the japanese culture like are you big into the food and is that what sort of enticed you as well as the rugby to get over and experience all that yeah i mean um i've been over a couple of times with um with the blues but um yeah i mean the the, the yeah the food's definitely definitely different but um i actually i love it though but um yeah, it is. Uh, culture-wise, it's it is different. They're very polite people around here too. So um, I just want to try my best to learn as much um, Japanese as I can, so I can, you know, try to conversate with uh, with, with especially with the boys in um in our team. Hundred, bro. And I know that you've just got over there, just got out of lockdown, um, and you haven't been able to play as much footy as as what you would have liked as of late, given you were a part of the North Harbour setup who unfortunately we're caught up with all the Auckland teams not being able to play in the rest of the Bunnings NPC this year so like how have you found it getting back into the thicker things with fitness bro or did you do a pretty good job of it while you were still locked down uh when we were in lockdown I was um I was training pretty hard with um Sean Stevenson um up in Auckland and like week we just took a week by week you know you just have to think that uh we're going to be playing at this at this time just have just have goals week in week out just because if you don't got anything to um, push towards, there's probably no point in training. But um, it, it went pretty well during that. But then after we knew that we weren't um, playing in the competition anymore, we kind of just, you know, just oh, had a few bruises with a couple <laughs> of the lads and stuff, you know, just to, you know, try in the season as well as we can. But um, then, then I ended up, going home for a couple of weeks back to Wellington and um, yeah just really got to um, see my family and stuff and catch up with all my friends and that so yeah, the, the, the body got um got, got, got into good shape and then obviously had a little bit of a break so getting to quarantine uh, the isolation over here I just went hard on the wop bike I mean I wanted to throw it out after the two weeks <laughs> but um Hey, there wasn't much you could do but just train and yeah, sleep, I guess. 
It's a perfect mentality to go into that with. Now, you mentioned coming home um, for a bit before you got over to Japan. And I know that you're a proud upper heart boy. So why don't we start things off there? Talk about your childhood <laughs> and how you got even into playing rugby. Yeah, for sure. Um, so my, my first sport was um, soccer, uh, football. Uh, actually, really, really loved it. Um, I, I, thought, I think I got a little, little bit of speed out of that. And then um, my, my two best mates and my cousins actually got me into rugby because um, because I like the physicality part of it and picking the ball up. So um, he grew up grew up in Upper Hutt, a close bunch of friends that I'm still friends with now, and um, it's been good. And then you moved on to Upper Hutt College, right? Uh, and as someone who seems like a pretty talented sportsman, why not stream? Like, what what made you stick with Upper Hutt? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, to be honest, like um, if I could go back, I mean. I would, I would love to go to stream, but I think I was a bit uh, immature and just um, just not really thinking about the future. I was I was thinking about all more my friends in there. I, I didn't have many. Um, I, I didn't know anyone who was going to stream, um, and all I knew all my mates were going to apart college. So uh, I, I think it was a bit of a um, yeah inexperienced uh, decision. But yeah, I mean, I made it then. I, I actually loved my college days, so it was pretty good. Fair play, bro. Uh, and it says online, bro, having done a bit of homework on you, that you were a pretty decent league player as well. And that seemed to be your priority at that sort of high school age. And you eventually found yourself over in Oz. So talk us through how you got involved in the league scene uh, and then what transpired that then led you to go over to, I think it was Penrith? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, so the league thing came across because, uh, oh, my, my, my friends were playing league. So... During my college days, it used to be rugby Saturday and then rugby league Sunday. And um, I, I give a lot to um, a league because they, um, they they got my confidence up uh, for for playing rugby. Because we I usually played a grade uh, ahead, so to get confidence in tackling like bigger bigger dudes, running into bigger dudes, really uh, helped me out in my um, in my rugby days. So yeah, it was a uh, it was definitely something I started pursuing straight after um, college. It didn't work out as, as, as I would like to, but I, I went over to Penrith for a trial over there and then uh, did a little bit of training and stuff with a team called uh, Blacktown Work Workers, I think. I did a little bit of training for them, then came home for Christmas. Then I went back over and I went to the Gold Coast and started playing for a team called Southport Tigers. And they had uh, a guy called Kenny Edwards. I don't know if you you know him. He he's uh, he played for Power, and I think he's he's over in uh, England. He's, he's he's quite a decent player too. Pretty handy player. Played with him, and then I got homesick and um, ended up coming home after that. So yeah, and that's where all the seven stuff started. <laughs> right, right, right. I was gonna say as well, bro. So like you got the league thing going, obviously when you leave school. But were you doing anything else yep. on the side, mahi-wise? You carpenter, sparky, plumber, uh, getting a business degree? No, nah, so my first year out of school, I ended up doing um, New Zealand Sports Academy. Uh, oh, some certificate that we did, I can't remember. But you got to train full-time. Oh, you got to train full-time. And um, there a lot of um, characters in that, in, that, um, in that academy. So, um, yeah, I did that. And then... I did a little bit of work when I was over in Aussie. I was working at this uh, bakery company. <laughs> I was, this was Buddy Ed. And then I did a bit of um, bricklaying in um, the Gold Coast. But um, 
Yeah, as soon as I got home, I had to just I started doing warehouse work, which is um almost like a like a what do you like packing and stuff. Mm-hmm. So that well, that was pretty cool. It was different. But then then I <laughs> I decided that I wanted to do that and try play rugby at the same time. So that was bloody intense. I tell you yeah, that. Bro. That's pretty hard graft. Mm. I can't even imagine trying to be a bricklayer on the Gold Coast in the pipe on hot sun. But yeah. you talk oh, about bro. coming home, you get homesick. Yeah. And so although that sort of league window shut, did you still have a burning desire to try and crack professional footy like you just mentioned, like along with the warehouse stuff at the time? Or was it, or was it not quite until you got mixed into that scene and saw how good you were that you were like, oh, shit, maybe I can give this a nudge? Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I... I I'd really wanted to pursue um, footy, whether it was union or league, uh, as a career. Um, I, I um, thrive off people saying that I, I wasn't good enough, uh, too small, too skinny, you know. And so I, I think that was kind of like the underbelly for me, just to just to prove people wrong that that I could make it. And um, yeah, that's what I went into the seven stuff with. And yeah, it worked out pretty well for me. So I was pretty stoked with that. All right, bro, carry on. So you come home, you're back playing sevens for Apahara, I guess, and you make the Wally team. And yeah. then how does it all yeah. snowball from there until you're getting your call up to the NZ? Yeah, so uh, my first couple of years, I, um, I actually missed out on the regionals and nationals team just through, I guess, selection. And um, it was it was pretty tough. Um, not not making those teams made it pretty pretty tough. But if I look back at it now, uh, it's a bit of a mental challenge. Getting told that you can't make a team, and it kind of makes you want to try to be better to eventually make the team. And then the nationals, 2014, I uh, I managed to make the nationals team, and that was with uh, Via Fafida. Uh, Lottie Rakambula, uh, Afafatau, I think Belgium was there. Ambrose Curtis was helping us out too. And we ended up taking that out. And oh, that was uh, there was days of our lives, man. Uh, to to win that competition, oh, I was, right, it was, oh, Hayden Shriver as well. How can I forget my mate? Was, yeah, me and them were bloody close. Me and them, they're close, mate. Um, yeah, we um, ended up taking that out. And then later, this was 2014, then later in, um, Later that year, we went to, over to Central Coast tournament. We went to a Central Coast tournament with um, Wellington, and um, I thought I thought I played pretty well there too. And it was luckily enough, um, Titch, Gordon Titchens was there too watching. And um, after that tournament, I, me and Hayden Shrivers actually got the call up to come to a training, a sevens training camp, uh, which was uh, up in Auckland. And yeah, from from that training camp, eventually got picked for the New Zealand sevens team. Holy. So, I was just gonna say, yeah, bro, was yeah. was the coach of the Wellies team Scooter? Yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was him and um, him, Sam Rash, and uh, Pete Matheson as a physio, Dean Simpson, like one of the greats from um, who's our manager. But yeah, Scooter, bro, Scooter, awesome dude, bro. Can't yeah, bro, legend. Let's plug him. All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah hundred percent. Getting called up yeah. to a national camp that must have been halluva exciting, but. I've heard the yep. fitness is next level. So take us through uh, that baptism by fire. Yeah, bro, that is, um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. Uh, it is definitely the hardest trainings I've ever had to do uh, to this day. Um, yeah, it's, 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 I don't know. It's, it's kind of a thing that you can, if you, if you like, 
have catch up with your boy, like the boys from the team back then, you know, you can actually like discuss because you understand how, how tough it was. But uh, it's, it's, oh, I can't even explain that. <laughs> he was, he was tough. He was tough. But, you know, you, you, you can take that and um, it makes you stronger, you know, like you, you know, you can do that kind of stuff. He was, he was hard, but uh, I think he was, um, well, he just pushed guys to the limit, you know, and that's where you can truly see guys' potentials, which is, you can't see it from that side. So yeah. you must have done enough because you end up getting a national call-up, right? So like, yeah. was that, you were part of a camp and then you were just told to stay back and then what tournaments did you actually play in? Yeah, yeah. So after that first training camp that I did, um, I ended up getting contracted for the year, uh, for the 2014-2015 year. And um, I actually pulled my hammy there at the training camp. Um, <laughs> and uh, like, it was, it was one of those things, I think it was a grade one. And then uh, I told Tits, so I was like, he, he, he tried to pull me off. And I told Tits, so I was like, nah, no, I want to keep playing. Like, because I, I didn't know I'd got contracted yet. So, and then he pulled me to the side. He's like, ah, oh, no, no, you just stay off. I'm going to contract you for the next year anyway. I was just like, oh. <laughs> oh, thank you. I was just like, oh, like quite a stoke day. But then I was like, oh, yeah, no, no, no. I'll stay off then. But um, yeah, that was good. that was kind of funny. So then I had to get my body right for um, the Dubai tournament, which which was in, um, I think it was about four, five weeks after that training camp. So I had a little bit of time. But that, that was my main goal after that, is to just get myself right and put my hand up for selection. For that tourney, so yeah, yeah. So I ended up playing uh, four tournaments: Dubai in South Africa, um, and then following year, 2015. This is when the sevens went pretty, um, pretty sad, pretty, pretty dumb. But um, ended up making the Wellington tournament and the Las Vegas tournament uh, through an injury actually uh, to Tim Mickelson. So yeah, true. I was gonna yeah. say. So what yeah. what was your pick of the bunch? Because I know that Dubai and Hong Kong are sort of the big ones, but being able to play at yep. home. And I think that yep. 2015 probably would have been the last year that the Wally Sevens was pretty ruckus um, yeah. in comparison to what it is now. <laughs> and then, you know, having all yeah. the boys there, like in their get up yep. and stuff, bro, that must have been pretty crazy. Yeah. I mean, um, at the start of 2014, I actually went to Sevens. And for me, I think that was the, Right, that was that was pretty like opening, like to see everyone, like the whole crowd, come out and watch the final, and I was all up, I was dressed up in my gears, you know, like it's pretty uh pretty horse too, you know. But um, <laughs> I was like, man, I, I would love to be like imagine being out there, like that'll be pretty special, you know. And um, come 2015, I ended up being um part of it, and we actually ended up winning that tournament too. Uh, mm. This is when Re this is when Rico first came on the scene. You know, and, and to watch that young guy rip up how he did, that was he was freakish, man. It was it was crazy to watch. But um, yeah, it was, it was definitely it was definitely something. And um, to play in front of your family and friends, you know, you, that's all you want. You just want to make uh, make them proud. And um, yeah, that, that's just what I went out to do. Ah, uh, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, I remember Rico, bro. What eighteen? Well, he probably wasn't even yeah, 18, was 17. Bro. 17, no, bro. Fresh 17, out of school, yeah, bro. Fresh out of school, bro. Oh, yeah. Crazy. Yeah, bro. Well, that's it. Like, you think of him as being old now, but it's just because he cracked it so early and you still... <laughs> bro, yeah. What, I, is he, like, your age? Yeah, bro. Yeah. 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 Did you think. hear, like, um, hear, like, noise from him coming through school and stuff? 
Yeah, well, he was the guy in my year. Like, I'm pretty sure he kept yeah, the yeah. schools, and then it was seven. No, I, yeah. And then, like, it was yeah, always bro. just like a matter of time before he was going to be yeah. an all black, and then. Yeah, like, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I think I think he's got like fifth, close to fifty tests for the All Blacks already, bro. So yeah, bro. Yeah, and he's twenty four, man. That's yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. So you spend the year with the Sevens, or you're contracted all the way through twenty fifteen. Uh, yeah. So what happens at the end of that year? What is it? A conversation with Titch to where he's just like, I'm sorry, bro. I'm not gonna contract you again. Yeah, is it an injury? What yeah, happened? pretty much. It was pretty much there. Just a, just a conversation with Titch. Um, he said, yeah, I wasn't going to continue with, with you. And I was like, oh, you know, like, it is what it is. Um, but then, because I, I wanted to try play, um, try to move to 15, the 15 man game. And I tried to hit up Wellington. And um, I, I thought with a bit of a sevens background, you know, I would be like pushing to hopefully get selected to play for the Lions, and um, unfortunately for, for myself, that just didn't work out. Um, but then I got a, uh, a call up. It was it was either from um, I had a few other teams lined up, kind of thing. It was Southland, Hawks Bay, and North Harbour. And then this is where so Southland uh, offered me uh, like a PUD, like a development contract, which I, I was like stoked with. Like it's an opportunity, you know, like. I didn't mind where we went. Um, it was just an opportunity. Um, then Hawks Bay, I didn't really hear much from. And then North Harbour came in and offered me two years. And so I was like, I was like to my, um, my my partner, what do you think? Like, uh, are we going to Auckland? And she says like, oh, like, especially for her for work as well, would like be a lot better for her too. So we made the joint decision to, yeah, move up to North Harbour. And I, obviously I had to play in the club season and stuff. Um, up there and um, yeah, late that year ended up making my debut for North Harbour. Yeah, bro, and that ended up being a pretty crazy year for the team as a whole. Uh, I mean, like yep. you go on to beat Wellington in the semis that year, <laughs> and yep. old Bryn Gatlin hits one of his drop goals to knock yeah. off Otago in the big dance. But I mean, we can get yep. to the all the nicer bits towards the back end of the season. But yep. what was it like? You know, did you obviously carve up during the club season? And felt like you weren't your contract, or like like how did it go? Like uh, even the shift to Auckland. I mean, because you're an upper hut boy, and then going to the yeah, shore, that's yeah, yeah. it's a pretty drastic change. Yeah. Oh yeah. So we were, we were both pretty nervous about moving up. I mean, it was like the first time we'd kind of been away from our family for our families from for that kind of kind of time. Um, but we ended up going to what uh, one of the greatest clubs um, on the shore, uh, Northcote, and that's where it all kind of started. Like we started making friends and stuff up there. They they had an awesome culture uh, within the club, and yeah, we just got amongst it. And they really helped us out with with just showing us around. Um, got, got me a Sparky apprenticeship, which was was something I asked for because I wanted to try to uh, work at something towards um, rugby uh, after rugby. And yeah, they just showed us the, the the way around, and now I can confidently call it my. Um, on my second home, so um, yeah, yes. Yeah. But um, going on the footy kind of stuff, I think I played the first half of the season, and I, I felt really good up there. It's a different competition up there. I, th- I think the difference between the competition up there and co- uh, competition in Wellington is just the consistency of, of of good games week in week out. Like up there, they've actually got some really good teams. 
but you don't play them week in like week and week out. Like there's, I think there was only six good teams uh, up there, and then there's a couple of um, lower teams that you can really fresh, you know. And then compared to um, compared to Wellington, where especially when you get to Jubilee Cup, you just got team after team, like real con- uh, consistent good games. Yeah, which is the difference. But um, I, I really enjoyed my time up in um, in Northcote. My first season, I yeah, I, I went through the whole uh, first season, all good. Uh, first half of the season, all good. Come to the second round, and I um, actually pulled my calf, which was um, yeah, it was just, it was just one of those things. So I missed actually the whole second season, uh, second half of the season, and then we ended up making the uh, the quarterfinal, which uh, my my mate Ben Seal. Um, nudged over kick at uh, oh, 90 minutes to win the game and Holy. then we went on to uh, yeah yeah bro it was, it was oh man it was epic and then we um, oh then we lost in the semi but um, yeah I, I thought my form was uh, actually pretty pretty good in the first half of the season and um, then just had to get into uh, pre-season with um, the Harbour Boys and so how did you find that step up? I mean, like you'd already had a bit of familiarity with high performance, obviously being involved yep. with the sevens the previous year. But were you yep. nervous at all, like making the jump to the next level? Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, I was I was a little bit nervous, I guess. Um who wouldn't be, you know? But we had we had such a we had such a good like preseason and stuff with all the boys because Going up to Harbour, I just knew a lot of players have said that like Harbour was always kind of like an easy beats team and stuff like that. Like uh, it was a bit of a, I don't know, it's just what other people, other teams thought. Like they they just thought, you know, Harbour, well, how much are we going to put on Harbour, you know? And they're kind of like, especially coming in, um, me and Bryn Gatlin, I think Matt Duffy and all, all these, um, all these like really good players coming into an environment and just, well, the boys that are already there it was kind of like they, they kind of used to like people think of Harbour like that. So it was for us to come in and just try change the culture, try try help 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 with the culture and into a win, uh, winning environment. And yeah, I was, I was kind of being myself the whole time. And uh, yeah, but uh, like I'm pretty out there, dude. Like, uh, but I love, I love when I when I win a team, I do my best for that team, right? Yeah, I would go out of my way to make sure the boys are, you know, going well. Have to, bro. Have to, bro. Love it. Yeah. But like you said, you play pretty well on the club scene. That carries yeah. over to you guys eventually winning the championship. And then 2017, yeah. the Blues come knocking. Like, yeah. And, yeah. And just just thinking about that, like, just taking a second to reflect on it. You go from the sevens, and yeah. then you don't have a contract, and then you go yeah. back to sort of humbling yourself, having to play a bit of club footy. And then the yep. very next year, you're part of a super rugby setup. All this off yeah. the back of the line saying no to you and Southland only yep. offering you a PUD. You know, like, obviously, you're obviously grateful yeah. for any opportunity, but, like, yeah, just thinking definitely. about that, just how quickly things changed for you. Yeah. Like, yep. did you expect yeah. it to all come so fast? Oh, uh, no. Nah. Of course I did uh, Of course I didn't. Like, um, yeah, it was, it, was, it was pretty... Uh, I guess I was just uh, going through with the ride, you know, just... Just trying to keep keep going and just try better myself, I guess. But uh, yeah, it did all hit, hit up pretty quickly. Looking back at it now, but um, yeah, I, I tried my best just to you know just to just to settle down and just look at how far I've come and then just look forward to you know try, trying to like be like really good in the blues environment, you know. 
so that was my next point of focus all right and then yeah. how did you take that environment like a duck to water you obviously got into it with the boys you're yeah. out there dude but again yeah, like yeah, yeah. new levels new devils so was that oh, training yeah, then a step up? yeah the, the yeah the training it, it is a it's it is different because you've got a lot of more experienced players you know and so i kind of went in there trying to be a learner i did like we had uh Stephen law tour there uh jerome kaino uh, Charlie Falmuina, you know, like they're all big all black names, you know, and then that's I was just keen to get in there and just learn, you know, just just learn what they do, how they do it, um, how to be an actual professional player, you know, like um, yeah, because I, I was ended up playing rugby full year, you know, for the whole year, so and that that was definitely well, compared to my sevens um, stint, it was definitely opening. Because cause, 15 is such a technical game if you go down to the, um, if you really dig deep into it. And mm. um, yeah, it was really cool just to see like how they kind of um, went through and see what works for you, what doesn't work for you, you know. So it was really cool to like test things and, um, and learn things from those type of players. Nice, guys. You're obviously a pretty quick learner because <laughs> your debut comes against like, the Landers. <laughs> At Eden Park. So, what do you remember from that game or yeah. that weekend? Like, how stoked was your whānau when you told them? Yeah, yeah that was um, uh, bro. My my actual debut was um the Rebels. Oh, Rebels and yeah, yeah. Nah, so that would have been that might have been the um, year after. Nah, you're right, bro. Um, it was 2017 against the Rebels over in um over in Melbourne. But um, bro, like we had the team naming and stuff. When I had my name get caught out on on the bench, I was like pretty like I was struck man. I was just like, oh frick! Uh, I just you know like I don't know. I'd, all I wanted to do was tell my my partner and then tell my family like straight away in the meeting. But um, I I waited a little bit and then message. But it was just like crazy, you know. Like it was it was like kind of like a uh, obviously like um great for us for the opportunity, but it was, it was just the um. Yeah, I was pretty mind blown. Like low key, you know, you just can't show much emotion in the team room and stuff. But like, yeah, it was, it was pretty emotional just to just to hear my name called out. But yeah, hundred, bro. Awesome. Like one thing I that always crosses my mind for boys who are named to potentially make their debut because they're named on the bench. Like, is it? Yeah. Obviously, like your fizz to like you know it's your first time being named in the team and you're warming up yeah. and going through all the processes on the grass, but. There's yep. also like an element to where it's like you're not guaranteed to get on the field. So like, yeah, is yeah. is that quite a weird thing, bro? Because I mean, like at every level yeah. you've played it up until that point, you've probably yep. been a gun. So you know you're going to yep. get on yeah. or you're starting. So like, yep. you know, like what did like how did the nerves sort of go? Like even just waiting on the sideline and then being told to warm up oh, and then getting out. Yeah, there. that's pretty funny. You say that, eh? Um, yeah, I mean, bro, obviously. I actually didn't think of not getting on. Uh, uh, well, I would have taken it. Oh, course, if I yeah, didn't, but, not, yeah, but yeah, 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 it's just, just like yeah, yeah. I just, I just was really hoping that I was going to get on. I mean, um, <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, yeah. If I didn't get on, I would have been like, oh, why did I hurt myself up? You know, um, it, 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 it was pretty nervous. I actually didn't think about that at all <laughs> when I was thinking, but, but I probably should have, just in case. Hey, you know, just in case a small chance of it not coming on. So. No, I was I was fortunate enough to get on, so um, <laughs> yeah, I actually didn't think about that. And what, what what was your first bit of contact? Was it a carry? Was it a tackle? Do you remember it? Oh, jeepers! I 
think I did a clean up. I think I, I can't actually remember, but um, we ended up winning that game, and Rick scored three tries. So yeah, and then we ended up winning. So awesome. Yeah, it's freakish, man. It's freakish. Straight yeah, up. bro. Memorable, memorable debut, nonetheless, though. Memorable, nonetheless. Yeah, definitely. All right, and so that's 2017, and you're with the Blues yep. all the way through to to the 2018 season. Yeah. And then 2019 arrives. Now, I don't want to brush yep. it because obviously, like you know, that that's an awesome no, yeah, 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 to be caught yeah, up yeah, in yeah, it. Yeah, and yeah. then is it it's the same right, thing again? Because I see that you took up a contract over in the states. So yeah, where where yeah, were you yeah. sort of at? Um, into 2018. So yeah, yeah. Into 2018, I I finished the harvest season, um, but yeah, didn't end up a end up with a uh, contract for the for the following super season. So I ended up looking looking around and um, found uh, that rapid rugby competition was gonna start going off. So I ended up getting a contract with them with the one of the teams there, the Asia Pacific Dragons, and ended up moving to Singapore for a couple of months. So yeah, that that happened, and then that competition was oh, it was a bit funny. Eh? It's pretty tough. I, I can't really explain how that competition kind of went, but um, it was just a bit um doubtful. So mm. yeah, but oh, I mean, we we're still getting paid and stuff, which was all good. But it was just yeah, I don't I don't know if it was going to happen or not. Boys didn't know if it was going to happen or not, but we we're still over there, you know, training um training week in week out. But um, and my agent. Gave me a call and asked if I wanted to go over to um, Denver and play in the MLR for for uh, the rest of their season. And I, I, I was like, oh, like this is the competition's actually going. So I was just keen to play some footy and stuff and just keen for the experience as well. So yeah, that door came knocking and I just went over there and uh, yeah, just played and soaked up the atmosphere over in um, Denver, Colorado. Nice, bro. Did you do a bit of ticky touring, not only within the state, but outside of it as well while you were over there? Yeah, bro. So, oh, I, I love exploring places, you know. So, um, I, I went around, all around Colorado. Uh, sorry, all around Denver and stuff. Went to, um, what's that place called? Oh, I went to, like, country clubs and stuff. Uh, <laughs> learned how to line dance, you know. Um <laughs> Went to uh, Red Rocks Amphitheatre and watched a couple of um, the concerts there. Went to Mile High Stadium where the uh, Denver Broncos play. Like, yeah, we That's actually, it. yeah, we played a lot of teams over there too, which um, I remember we went to San Diego, um, went to Buffalo, went to Toronto and went to Houston, I think. So I only played half the season there and I went to all those places, you know, so it was... Um, yeah, def- definitely an experience. So, and that comp's only getting bigger too. So, I would love to. I would love to end my career over there. True. I was just gonna say yeah. that, bro. Whether or not, like you, you know, you got bit by the bug while being over there to possibly want to yep. go back. I know that you've got your stuff on in Japan, and who's to know what's yep. back here in NZ? But yep. yeah, it seems like a a comp that yeah, like you said, it's only gonna keep growing because it's all it's all yep. private investors, eh? So it's all sort of like yeah, that I'm, money coming yeah, through. Yeah, I'm, I'm not actually, oh, I'm not actually too sure with how how it works, but the comp's really strong. I know there's a lot of Kiwis that are, that are shooting over there to play that, and then come back home and um play Ten Cup, which is awesome. I've trained for them guys, you know, to play footy all year round and get to explore the states for a bit. So it's it's definitely um yeah definitely on the cards to to finish there. You know, it's just, it's a pretty cool comp. 
so yeah, if anyone's was listening, man, go over to the States. It's unreal. <laughs> Straight up. Sounds like a plan, bro. All right. So yeah. you finish up on the States in 2019 and then you make your way yep. back uh, yep. for Harbour. And then you yep. end up picking up a contract with the Hurricanes for 2020. Yeah. Now, I yeah. know that you called yeah. um, Harbour your second home and yep. you probably still your pride and joy like provincial-wise. But being yep. able to come back home and represent a team that yep. you probably would have had some familiarity with growing up. Like, yeah. what, what did that mean? Yeah, I mean... Oh, like when my um, when my agent hit me up about like um, coming back to Wellington and playing potentially for the Canes um, was a oh I still remember his call this day. He said, "Oh, uh, Plums is going to give you a call about potentially coming to um, the Hurricanes." And well, I was I was like I was just shocked. I was like, "Damn!" I thought my my super days were over. You know, like I was keen to like look forward to the to to what what's next in the future. But then. Yeah, the the canes came and um, bro, it was it was it was surreal just to just to have a just think about like uh, it's all the players all the players that have been before me um, growing up watching them it was um, yeah bro it was it was special and it was cool and to, to tell my partner and to tell my um, my family too they were, they were over the moon for me so I was oh yeah I was stoked and then the debut comes. Uh, thankfully at the Caketon. This time against the yeah, Highlanders. I'm, yeah. I'm right there. I'm, yeah, I'm Adam and yeah, I'm right there. Are, there there's the Landers. Yeah. Um, so, again, what was that like, being able to play out in front of your whanau and then, I guess, yeah, yeah just putting on another strip, your hometown team? Yeah. Um, so, oh, funny thing, you know, um, you mentioned, like, sitting on the bench, hoping you're going to get on. Bro, that was me for that that game. I was, I, was, I, was, I was scared I wasn't going to get on. <laughs> I was just like, oh, please. I just, I just want to get on, you know. I got I got on pretty late. But um, the young fella, De- Devin Flanders, was playing out of skin. And so it was like, yeah, yeah. You can't blame like You can't blame them. He was playing really well. So I ended up getting on with seven minutes to go. And I remember running on and... I was just yeah. I guess I took a, like a little bit a deep breath and then just yeah. Right, just this was the moment. Like I was just in the moment kind of thing. I obviously thinking about my family and stuff. And I was just like, but yeah, like like I'm here. Like it feels cool. I'm in I'm in I'm in the yellow colours. You know, like it mm. was it was pretty special. You know, and then my my first touch of the ball. Well, I think they have an overthrown line out. Dupes gave it to Nans, then Nans gave it to me, and I ended up making a little bit of a break. So it wasn't actually too bad, you know. And then later in the game, oh, I think I had a ruck, and then someone f- took my top off. So it was a real, uh, <laughs> real eventful <laughs> of seven, seven minutes, mate. But uh, definitely uh, something to remember. So yeah, it was it was pretty special. Yeah, I was going to say, because you would have visited that stadium a number of times over the course of your career, but you would have been the opposition. So to yeah. finally get that opportunity, maybe outside of your sevens days, to to strip yeah. for the hometown team and have the team in behind you, you know, no doubt your yeah. yeah. was there cheering you on. Um, yeah, must have been a yeah. pretty surreal experience. So you finish up with the Canes, back yeah. with Harbour, and then yeah, just to I guess we know where you're at now. You're in Japan, yeah. and you were with Harbour this yeah. year. But what was sort of your mahi at the beginning of this year, like rolling off the back of another Harbour season? Where were you at? Uh, I was, because I, I was thinking about just finishing off my electrical apprenticeship that I started down in, um, uh, up in Auckland, sorry. 
And yeah, I was working with uh, one of my close mates and doing my electrical apprenticeship. So it was trying to tick those boxes in there. So yeah, that was, but my 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 time at home was like, uh, I'm so grateful for it because, you know, I got to hang out with all my mates and stuff, um, just be around my family. I love going, just love going home whenever I want to because I was living at my, um, I'm living at my um, my partner's house. And so just to be able to rock on home and just say hi to mum and dad, my brother and the sister and stuff, and just, yeah, it's just just home. I was just grateful that I could be around there working um, around my my, um, my hometown. So, yeah, that was pretty special. Yeah, bro. And from what I've heard from some of the Apart Boys, that I know you added a lot of value in and amongst that in that premier environment. And, yeah. yeah. You can see why um, you've got to the point you have with your career, man. You just seem like a pretty infectious yeah. and, and hardworking dude. So, oh, thanks, bro. Yeah, man. Uh, I think that pretty much wraps up what I want to get from you career wise. But I'd like to end my interviews yeah. on two notes. Uh, the first of which yeah, is can you take us through your game day routine? My game day routine. Um, so, I usually get up, get up in the morning, have oats oats for breakfast um then i love to get a coffee um usually usually with the bros from the team it's kind of how i start and then once i get to the stadium i'm just headphones on and i do uh this trigger point routine i have i don't know if you know what a, you know what a trigger point kind no, of kid is? It's, it's, it's kind of like this um Oh, it's it's it's, a, it's got a roller, it's got a ball and stuff, and I I I do it every day, but um I do it pre-game just to just to try to loosen my body up, chuck on the deep heat, chuck all over my shoulders, on my legs, you know, just try to warm, warm the body up as well as I can, and um and I try I try to meditate before I get well, before I um play too, so I sit in my locker put my headphones on and um, I listen to this, I think it's like a three minute meditation on on Smiling Mind and it just says um, well, something about your inner master. So it's just kind of think of you being on the field and like what your idols would be kind of doing and stuff like that. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's a bit corny, but yeah, it's just kind of like uh-huh. just something that, that happens for me. Yeah. And then whenever I put my jersey, before I put my jersey on, um, Halfway and um, yeah, I just you know, just, so I look out for the boys and look out for myself. So and just being grateful for for where 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 I am. Routine, yeah. brother, love it. But yeah. any 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 superstitions though? Left boot, right boot, nothing like uh, that. Nah, nothing like that. No, nah, I just yeah, I just know my kind of routine that I I, I just keep I just keep that yeah I keep pretty pretty basic like that. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Creatures of habit. Yeah. All right, my man. Uh, my last segment is called 10 in the bin. So I've got yeah. 10 quick fire questions for you, bro. And you just answer them <laughs> as honestly as possible. Yeah, sweet, bro. That's all good. Is it yes or no, no. questions or? Nah, they got answers, cuz. Answers. Oh, okay. Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> all right, number one. What's your must do on a day off? Coffee. What's your preferred vessel of choice on a night out? Uh, it's good uh Melbourne Coke. Mm, I like it. All right. Who's the yeah. biggest coach's pet you've been around? Holy hecka. That is good. That is a good one. Uh <laughs> holy hecka. That is a tough question, bro. I cannot think of one. Yeah, I'll go Scott Scrafton. <laughs> oh, he's not gonna like that. <laughs> 
All right, number four. What's your favorite cheat meal? Mecca's for days. All right, what's your order? Uh, double quad pounder combo with mayo on it, 10 chicken nuggets, and a milkshake. Fuck, that is so new, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, every, every time you're getting home, bro, you know, just, oh, that's exactly what I want. Jim, bro, routine. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro, hard. Uh, who was your childhood idol? Does they have to be a player? Nah. Oh, it could be, you know, oh, my, my dad. For sure, yeah. Nice, bro. All right. What's your go-to travel destination or where's a spot in the world that you want to go to? Uh, Probably France. Yeah, uh, Paris. Yeah, definitely. That's yeah, it. Bro. Could potentially take up yeah. some footy over there, bro. Never know what's up. There. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Never know, bro. Definitely on the cards. And the wife would love that too. <laughs> No doubt. All right. Who's the cheapest teammate you've been around? Oh, holy. That is a tough one. Gorse pockets, eh? Is that what they call them? Uh, oh, damn. That's a, that's, that's a good one. Like, yeah, I've actually been around most of, like, all the boys pretty much shout, and it's pretty ruthless, like, yeah, especially in the Blues environment. <laughs> oh, bro, you, you just weren't paying for anything because they were just awful. It was, it was just crazy. Um, I can tell you who's not the cheapest. Oh, yeah, I can on, tell you, yeah, yeah. Uh, probably Aki and Rico. It's true, yeah, bro. They're, 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 they are for the bros. That's crazy. I mean, bro, it's good to hear that yeah, the one dollar yeah. boys actually act one dollar. Oh, All bro, right. bro, yeah, good. yeah. <laughs> uh, what's a song or who's an artist that you've got on repeat at the moment? Uh, Luke Combs, uh, country. Uh, what is that your genre yeah, of choice? Bro. Yeah, bro. Yeah, 100%. I learned that for, I got that from the Sevens. Uh, shout out to Joey Weber and uh, Gilly's Kaka. <laughs> bro, yeah. I love it, eh? It's, it's, it's good tunes, man. Mm-hmm. I got to see him over in um, Colorado when I was over there too. Watch him live. Bro, crazy. So, yeah, bro. Definitely okay. experience, man. All right. Number nine. Who's the biggest grub you've played with or against? Oh, it's good. Jared Hawata. He was on my team, though. Bro, he's a beast, but yeah, I'm, just, I'm so glad he was on our team. Yeah, do you know, dude? Oh, yeah, bro. yeah, 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 yeah. He was an enforcer, bro. He's, he's ruthless, bro. There was um, there was one time we were playing Northland and uh, we were in, we were in a scrum. He hit a little bit of a niggle with the prop, and um, you know, the the um, locks put their legs oh, sorry, <laughs> the, the arm underneath the um, bro, he uppercut the other prop, bro. Underneath the underneath our prop, bro. It was I was just like, what the? I was ruthless, bro. Because I, then they just had a big rumble after. Bro, holy! I'm so glad you joined our team, bro. <laughs> it was an awesome addition to our team, eh? It was, it was mm. mean. Mm, no doubt. All right, yeah. my man. Last question. You just got to finish off the sentence for me. Saturdays are for the brothers. <laughs> for sure, bro. Hey, you know, bro. For the boys, bro, bro, my man, my man. That's the realest answer, right? Yeah. I, I've, I've got a, I've got a few oh, different ones, but like, oh, did being you? honest, yeah, I think the yeah. boys are just trying to be diplomatic, bro. Just trying to keep the missus happy and whatnot. Oh, hey, oh, what's we'll just tell the missus not to listen to this? He did that. All right, bro. Well, um, as you can tell by this last segment, man, I've had a lot of fun. I've learned a lot as well, yeah. bro, about your yeah. career. Crazy to think where a boy from Upper Hutt can get to with a bit of hard work. But um, yeah, yeah. grateful for your time, brother. All the best for you, you and your footy over in Japan. And 
I'm sure I'll bro. see you back in Wellies at some stage. I'll probably bump into you on one of the up parties. We'll see. Yeah, for sure, bro. Hit us up for a beer, bro. Keen, bro. But yeah, no, thank you, thank you heaps for um, having me, bro. And I uh, really appreciate it, bro. And go well uh, when the Rams play the Nui, mate. You'll need it. <laughs> nah, not like last year's result, holy. Oh, bro. Gotta oh. be good. Oh, bro, don't worry about me, man. I, I always make sure to re- remind those boys, eh? <laughs> yeah, oh, bro. These got us real good. I used to so well this year, bro. I was stoked for you guys. Right, man, grateful, my man. Grateful. Oh, good, bro. Yeah, bro. See you, brother. Thanks, brother.